Flying Talkers podcast is brought to you today by your global sales force, ATC Aviation. For 30 years, one world, one global air cargo GSSA. ATC is your guide and your key to air freight markets, both local and international. For more information and the ATC experience up close and personal, go to www.atc-aviation.com. That's www.atc-aviation.com. And tell them Flying Talkers sent you. This is Jeffrey Arend, and welcome to today's Flying Talkers. Well, in Hong Kong, protests are going on even as we speak. We have this incredible picture of smartphones lighting up the night as those protests were carried on with hundreds of thousands of people yesterday, December 8th, 2019. Well, just four months after Cathay Pacific's chief executive resigned, Hong Kong Airlines, the city's third largest carrier, is hanging on to its license by its fingernails due to a financial crisis, which has left the carrier being allowed to survive only with government help. We began covering the Hong Kong protests early this year, thinking, how long would this most important city of banking and commerce, and of course, air cargo, be strapped by pro-democracy protests against government oppression from China? While the question as 2019 is ending was loud and clear on the streets of Hong Kong yesterday as hundreds of thousands of freedom fighters came out to demonstrate. The throng included one woman who crawled literally on hands and knees over the rough road surface, an apt metaphor for the arduous path traveled by Hong Kong's protest movement in the past six months. Her performance, said one of her friends, is about the difficulty or the repetitiveness of demonstrations. This is really a long-term struggle, she said, and one that shows few, if any, signs of flagging. This is Jeffrey Arendt. At Turkish Cargo, the year 2019 will be remembered as a year-long transition whilst the brand continued to build through major investments and the expansion of destinations, among other factors. Turhan Ozan, chief cargo officer, told me Turkish Cargo provides air cargo services to more than 300 destinations in 126 countries around the world. That's a well-known fact. But after the relocation operation of Turkish Airlines called the Great Move, which took place six months during 2019, Turkish Cargo's dual hub operations at Istanbul and Ataturk airports have been operating successfully. Turkish Cargo continues its dynamic growth in the air cargo sector with the successful operations in Istanbul, a single-center mega-hub that reaches over 60 capitals within a seven-hour flight distance and is the closest to the world's logistics center of gravity, Turhan said. We plan to carry out all our operations at Istanbul by 2021. 
We managed to continue our dual hub operations both at Ataturk and Istanbul Airport with 24-7 full capacity and with the same quality and care. We also reached a good level of on-time performance, which represents the planned arrival departure times. Turan said, this dual operation will continue until one of Turkish cargo's most valuable, important investment, smart IST, is completed. We aim to be one of the top five air cargo brands in the world with a total handling area of 185,000 M2 with annual handling capacity of 4 million tons at Istanbul Airport. Well, according to the data disclosed in September by WACD, immediately after the partial move to Istanbul Airport, Turan declared, Turkish cargo increased tonnage rate by 8.8%, while the overall industry was shrinking minus 5.4%. Further, Turkish cargo holds seventh position in the global air cargo market. Our tonnage market share amounted to 3.6 in 2018, as it expected to reach 4.0 when all the numbers are in for 2019, and 6.3% by 2023. But back to the new cargo facility under construction, Turhan said it'll be completed in two separate phases and will be equipped with IT developments and optimization robotics, automatic storage systems, as well as special cargo and express e-commerce and operational areas for all these aforementioned, Turhan said. Thanks to the tunnels to be constructed, Apron transportation will be provided quickly without interrupting the runways and taxiways. In this way, the transfer time of pallets from warehouse to the aircraft and from aircraft to the warehouse will be reduced. Cargo aircraft parking positions close to our facility will provide faster cargo aircraft operations and a separate distribution base to be installed close to passenger aircraft parking positions will enable more efficient management of short-linked cargoes. We'll keep performing our operations with the help of our technology-assisted services, such as intercommunication of all systems and operation participants via IoT and big data, Turan said. Enhancing operational efficiency will continue thanks to UGV and UAV, while realizing more area and minimization of human-oriented operations. Shifting to dual processes from paper-based processes will continue thanks to our dedication to E-Freight Advance, Tehran promised. The global air cargo industry, Turhan Ozen assures, keeps growing and evolving into new dimensions with the effect of developing technology. According to IATA data, Turhan said, the industry which shows a growth that could be considered regular in terms of tonnage between 2009 and 2018 is expected to take a substantial share in the global trade operations going forward. In line with the world cargo forecast, the global air cargo industry, the global cargo fleet as well are expected to grow by 4.2% and more than 75% on an annual basis between 2018 and 2037. We see the substantial developments and a positive acceleration are occurring in Turkey in step with the global air cargo development and trends. The data obtained by Eurocontrol shows that cargo carried in Turkey between 2009 and 2018 has increased by 
232%, Turhan Olsen said. As mentioned at the top here, with operations to more than 300 destinations, 88 of which are direct cargo connections, Turkish Cargo said it continues to improve the flight network while maintaining growth momentum in 126 countries in the world. Looking ahead, Turhan assured, Quito, Ecuador, Merida, Japan, Oguandao, Bifazo, Herher, Zimbabwe, Sharjah, UAE, Addis Ababa, Ethiopia, Anputo, Mozambique, Yangon, Myanmar, Dusseldorf, Germany, and Guadalajara, Mexico will be added to the network and we aim to reach more than 120 direct cargo destinations by 2023. Our fleet of 347 aircraft, including 24 freighters, and the newly acquired six Boeing 777 aircraft, each with a capacity of carrying 100 tons, will be serving the 88 direct cargo destinations. In February and March 2020, Turkish Cargo will add two more Boeing 777F cargo aircraft to the fleet. To achieve our goal of becoming one of the five largest air cargo brands in the world by 2023, Turkish Cargo's fleet, facility, and network investments will continue unabated. Torhan Ozen said. In 2017, we passed the 1 million ton milestone. By 2018, that number increased to more than 1.4 million tons. So far, everything has gone well, and we figured a handle of 1.6 million tons of cargo by the end of 2019. Our goal is to be carrying at least 2 million tons of cargo per year until 2023. Yes, it's a challenging time. But all of us at Turkish Cargo are excited and motivated by what we're building. Having located our hub at the center of gravity for logistics and being the cargo airline that flies to more countries than any other, we can outpace the competition and track long-term growth in a notoriously cyclical market by offering shippers competitive deals, routes, and services. That is why we are constantly renewing our fleet and adding new freighters over the past years. With these new 777s and 330-200Fs, we're increasing our cargo coverage, especially on long-haul flights, Torhan Ozen concluded. Well, thanks for that, Torhan. Hey, great holidays, great future in 2020. We look forward to seeing you in Istanbul at the World Cargo Symposium come next March. This is Jeffrey Aaron. And now, let's get ready for party time 2019 all over the world of air cargo. In London, as the British International Air Freight Association readies its Christmas parties, BIFA is out front with its big January awards glitter bash that includes a must-to-attend luncheon ceremony on Thursday, January 16th, 2020 at the brewery. We're thinking about Robert Peachy Keen, and he was feted recently at a bow tie party for his unerring dedication to building freight forwarding as an officer and gentleman at Biffa. 
the great supporter of Fiat and all good around, all around good guy, Robert deserves every accolade and honor our industry can give this very, very great man. Let's talk about some parties, though. It's holiday time. They're all happening this week. If you're within the sound of my voice, this would be a place you might jump in, have a couple of quick ones with some friends and colleagues, maybe some lunch, talk over the year, look ahead to 2020, and maybe even bring an unwrapped gift or a toy or make a small donation to help others. In New York, the Air Cargo Association at JFK will gather at Russo's on the Bay in nearby Howard Beach. December 12th for a luncheon Christmas party. Attendees are encouraged to bring an unwrapped gift. Check it out, www.jfkaircargo.net. In Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Air Cargo Association meets to ring in the season also, same time, Thursday, December 12th at 1130 at Los Angeles Marriott, the Century Boulevard Hotel. Check that out at www.laaca.us. In Chicago at O'Hare, the International Air Cargo Association of Chicago gathers December 10th from 11.15 until 1400 hours in Elk Grove Village. It's just near um, the cargo area there at Belvedere Events is the uh, venue. IACAC is affiliated with Toys for Tots, so everyone is encouraged to bring an unwrapped toy. Contact www.iacac.com. In, in Atlanta, the Air Cargo Association, ACA, takes off on December 12th as well at the Holiday Inn Atlanta Airport North at 11 a.m. ACA is asking for clean new blankets or $10 USD in cash. In Germany, the Air Cargo Club Germany, ACD, meets December 12th to review the past and hopefully learn about the future with a presentation by Peter Gerber, CEO Lufthansa Cargo. The meeting and party begins at uh, 1600 and goes until 1930 at LSG Sky Chefs at Frankfurt. On January 14th, at the same time, ACD will host the new year at their annual general meeting with presidential elections. We say Prost and Freilich Weihnachten to all those folks in Germany. Well, finally, we're talking about lifting Christmas. There's a place called D's, a little nursery, a flower store and nursery. It's an old-time family business. It's been located just off the main runways at JFK International Airport in Oceanside, New York since 1958. Dee spends most of the year selling plants and trees and lawn care products to people from all over the metropolitan area. Well, once a year for the past 14 years now, Dee's chops down several hundred Christmas trees from its big farm in Maine and in partnership with DHL, sends the trees free of charge to United States troops in Afghanistan and elsewhere. The Christmas Trees for Troops initiative was launched in 2004 after local businesses, and especially Jim Adelis, overheard a woman at Dee's Nursery near JFK inquiring about how to ship a Christmas tree to her son in Iraq. Adelis whose son was stationed in Iraq at the time, reached out to DHL and the local community to deliver more than just a single tree. Usually, the press pick up most of this event, and, the, well, the, the credit goes mostly to DHL with their big trailers and airplanes and the helicopters with Santa board that show up at D's for the Christmas tree shipment before the evergreens are sent to the airport for departure. This year, D's donated 500 trees for troops overseas, and 
local students assisted in loading trees for shipment from JFK. The Dees brothers, Joseph and Tom D. DeMonica said, we'll continue to provide these trees until the soldiers get home. This is the least we can do to support our troops, added Brother Joe. Business is business, but these brothers bring home the real meaning of Christmas and frankly make the Yuletide bright. Dees is located at 69 Atlantic Avenue, Oceanside, and www.deesnursery.com. Our closing note today is something we remember as veterans ourselves. We remember December 7th, 1941. But this year was special, I guess, because the attack that took place uh, less than five minutes after the Japanese bombing of Pearl Harbor came back to mind. It was Jimmy Doolittle, moved from aviation hero and 1930 stunt pilot to immortality, leading an intrepid band of hero airmen on the daring raid of Tokyo at a time when the morale and spirit of America was badly impacted by the events at Pearl Harbor, December 7th, 1941. When the news broke that a force of B-25 light bombers had taken off from the bobbing decks of U.S. aircraft carriers under the cover of darkness, flown all the way to Tokyo and bombed the supposedly invincible empire of Japan, it lifted our nation and gave the United States a badly needed shot in the arm. President Roosevelt thanked General Doolittle, awarding the airman the Congressional Medal of Honor in a White House ceremony. Well, so every year after World War II, the 80 Tokyo Raiders would gather to remember and relive the past. But as time went on, the Tokyo Raiders saw their number dwindle down to just one. This past April, Lieutenant Colonel Richard Dick Cole, the co-pilot of General Doolittle, the last days and the last of the 80 Tokyo Raiders died in a military hospital in Texas. He was 103. His last public appearance was April 18, 2017, when he alone represented his comrades for the raid's 75th anniversary at the National Museum of the U.S. Air Force near Dayton, Ohio. As we recalled Pearl Harbor this past weekend on December 7th, we again bid a fond farewell to the people who lifted a nation early 1942. But thinking about the Doolittle Raiders, they'll always be one. This is Jeffrey Aaron, thanking you for your time this time until next time. Keep them flying. Air Cargo. Goodbye. Speak to me. Good, Lou.